Buffet, thank you so much for coming and being the stronger half. Thank you. Of the two of you here. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Terrell's wife. Let's see if I can be as good as he was. Oh, he was good. Terrell was really good. That was yeah. nice. Yeah. But you back there, I like what you said every now and then. When you, <laughs> <laughs> what was, I forgot what you did that on. Um, when you asked him, what would he say to the younger him? That's right. <laughs> I was like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was hoping he said that he would still find me. He's... It's fine. Well, it's, okay. Turn. it's okay. It's okay. okay. <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's evidence, the fact that you're here. Yes, for sure. <laughs> you're here. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so tell me, where were you born? Buffy? Philadelphia. Philadelphia? Yes, I'm a Philly girl. Is that right? Definitely. Did you live there? A little bit of spice. All your life? I did. Okay, up until what age did you leave? Um, 2001, when I got married, we moved to Puerto Rico. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, that's, so that's when you went to Rosie Road? Yes. Oh, so that was a shore duty? Yes. So are your shore duties in the Navy two years? Or what, for married, three years? Or three well, years, for, right? for that yeah. one, it was two because he had gotten those orders, I believe, before we got married. So as a single person, it's two years. That's but with right. a family, it's three. It's three years, yes. but they still kept it at two. Yes. So you only were there. Would you, would you feel about Puerto Rico? The weather. I love the weather. Did you? Yes. And the I'm a beach baby. Okay, then you liked it. This is what I used to think when I lived there, because I lived there for a year and a month. Because mm. we were closing down the base. That's the reason why I didn't last two years. But we could always tell people that were new to Puerto Rico, because when they have those afternoons shower storms, mm -hmm. they'd be the ones running. Oh. Everybody yeah, else I knew. do remember that. They, it they, was knew, they knew. Everybody else knew. You're not going to get out of it in time, <laughs> so you might as well walk. You're going to be soaked <laughs> from here to there. <laughs> Because it's like, poof. So tell me in your family, do you have siblings? I do. How many? Mm, I'm one of nine. Okay, I heard that mm, start. Nine. I'm one of nine. <laughs> I'm actually the second baby. Second baby. The yes. oldest is? Um, hmm. She passed when I was 14. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. So. Okay. Um, Same mom and dad the whole time? No, my mom was married twice. Okay. So the first seven are with her husband and then the last two are with my dad her first husband <coughs> the first seven yes okay so you but you said you're wait so you're the last so you're I'm the last two you're the last two yes okay. my sister's two years younger than I am how many okay so there's seven so there's five above you right no, seven seven above you yes. there's nine of you that's right I'm well, sorry that's right you're right yes seven above right. me so what are they Boy, girl, boy, girl. Do you are you close with them? First of all, say no. Yes, I'm close with my sister April. Um, How many up is she from you? Uh, April is she's about ten years older than I am. Okay. Yeah. And why? Because so, you guys have the same color eye. No, she is the one that calls me the most. Um, my sister Amanda, we are very close. So she and I are the closest, if you think about siblings. Oh, as far as age? Yes. And that's your but we're same closer. mother and father? Yes, we're okay. closer because we grew up together. And how many years difference between you Just two. two. Just two years, yes, that's really close. But so she's my, that's my best friend's sister. And then my older sister, April, is the one that calls me to talk to me about just drama, life drama. Her drama? Yes, her okay. drama. <laughs> But my sister Amanda and I are really close. Okay. So when I'm home yeah. in the summer, we spend most of the summer together. She's your best friend's sister. Yes, that's my best friend's sister. How's mom? How are mom and dad? 
Um, they're good now. Uh, my mom had a little bit of rough run-ins with health. So did my dad. But um, they're better now. Mm -hmm. um, they don't always eat the best, so. Mm -hmm. Are they close in age? Uh, mom is 78. My dad is 75. Okay. So, okay. three years. Right. Right. Yeah. Three years difference. Right. He hadn't been married before anything. He, he was, actually. So he has kids from his... One. Are you close with that? Um, yeah. Sort of, kind of. Um, you know who we the, were growing up. Is it a up. girl or a boy? It's a boy. It's a boy, okay. So we were growing up. He would come every two weeks to get How his allowance difference? from my dad. He's three years older than okay. I am, so I believe. Close, yeah. yeah. Um, he would come to get his allowance from my dad, and he'd always buy Slim Jims. So we would eat Slim Jims all the time. Remember that? I do remember that. Um, he was like a bossy big brother, but a protective big brother. He looked um, out for you, too. That's good. He did. He was in our business a lot. <laughs> does um, he have kids of his own now? He does. One, Jasmine. So my daughter, his daughter, is named the same. Are you are you close with her? And Not really. I don't really know her. Mm -hmm. um, I think I've met her maybe twice, but mm -hmm. so, no. Is he still with his wife? My brother? Yeah. I don't think he was ever married. He okay. may have been. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm sorry right. if you were, but I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know, um, right. but he and my dad have a weird relationship. Um, he talks to me and my sister more than he talks to my dad. Well, our dad. You, <coughs> your dad talks more to you and your sister. No, my brother. Oh, your brother. brother talks more to you and sister than he does to your father. Yes, yeah. Okay. He'll reach out to me, birthday, holiday, Mother's Day. Was your father in the service? No. Never? Never. Okay, so he missed it because he's my age, so he, he, no, he's my brother's age. He's five years older than me. He's mm -hmm. 75, right? Yes. So he's five years older than me, like my brother. So it means he had a college deferment if he wanted to. Uh, sure. I just got I out. Guess. There was no draft anyway, <laughs> so I could get out. That's interesting. So when you were growing up, were you more academic or were you more hmm. sports-minded? I guess it depends on the day. <laughs> <laughs> um... Growing up, the younger me, I can't even say I was more academic. I think I just went through the motions. Okay. And then... But did you do well? When I got older. So I think about 10th grade is when I realized that, okay, this is, this is where life is. Okay. Um, but I started running track at the age of, of 11. So. And were you good? Not initially. Okay. Um, I thought I was. Right. But I got better. Um, and then I, academics was not my strongest suit when I got to college. Um, and but then- why did you go to college? Because I knew I didn't want to be like my family. Okay. Um, right. I knew I wanted something different. But your grades sure. were good enough to be able to get you in college, first of yeah, all. Yeah, they were. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. Um, <coughs> I'm sure you had friends that couldn't get in. Or didn't yes. have grades and grades. Well, I had friends that couldn't get in or friends that just didn't want didn't to go. Didn't want to go in, right. Yeah. Right. Um, but I knew growing up that I didn't want to be like my family. Um, they just weren't going anywhere. Mm -hmm. I always knew that I wanted to be something. Didn't know what it was. I thought I was going to be a nurse, but I wasn't smart enough. 
Okay. Um, and then I went, when I went to college, I initially started out with nursing. And then my second year, um, I went into criminal justice. Um, I like that because I'm, I'm nosy. So I like to be nosy and be in people's business. Okay. So that was an easy way to do that. But I found it interesting. And I was a juvenile probation officer for a little bit over a year. So, you gra so what did you graduate with? Um, a bachelor's in criminal justice. So yeah. you can spot them? Uh, I can. Okay. Yes. Um, and then he decided to join the Navy. And but wait, 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 wait. But you guys were. Yeah, you already married when you joined. No. Oh, no, no. Okay, all right. No, all right. we okay. were not. But how'd you, wait, how'd you meet? So, in 96. You can tell me that story. I met, we met, we met in 1996. And actually, he didn't like me. Um, I was feisty. Still am a little <laughs> bit. Um, yeah. But I remember coming back from class and he and his. Florida boys. You guys went to the same? We did. What university was this? Widener University. Widener University, okay. Yes. And were you in the same grade? Yes. Okay. Did you have any classes together? I don't remember. I don't think we did. Because we were both different majors. What do you mean when he first met you, he didn't like, okay, take it to it, so, let's go for it. Oh my gosh. So, um, I remember coming back from class and he and his Florida boys were sitting outside of my dorm room and they were playing cards. I think Tonk. I don't know what yeah, that talk. Yeah, yes. talk. Yes. So they were playing oh, cards. Okay. And I thought, they see me coming. They, I know they do. Move. And they sat there, and they continued to play their card game. And me being feisty and from Philadelphia, of course, right, right. I stomped through their card game. And he mumbled something ugly under his breath. And I you said... You remember that time? Yeah. Okay. And I said, oh, don't play because you don't want this. I will call my friends from Philadelphia and they will tear you down, you know? And it was crazy. Um, and then I kept seeing him on campus and I thought, man, he's weird with like these slides on and these socks, Who, who's wearing that? But that's Florida. Um, and then a friend of mine, they were kind of close and um, we both ran track, so they wanted to plan this surprise birthday party for me um, on campus. And she convinced him to ask me to go running with him. And I thought, I'm not going to go run with this guy. He's probably going to try to kill me. You did no, nothing. nothing. No contact well, or anything. Why would she pick, why'd she pick him? Because I think he had mentioned something about liking me, I guess, right? But she had a big booty. <laughs> big booty. But she didn't it like him, but she yeah, big booty. Okay, all right, all right. He liked me. I'm sure right. he did, which is why he's here, right? So That's, I mean, it's evident. It, it's evident. It's evident. Um, no doubt about it. And sh sh I guess because we both ran track, she said, "Hey, um, he mentioned something," and I guess she said, "Okay, well, take her out so that we can decorate." And I was a little skeptical at first because I thought, "Okay, I just cursed this guy out a couple weeks ago, oh, and now he wants to ask me to go run with him," and I did. And we ran, and funny, we talked the entire way running. I thought, oh, he's pretty well, cool. This is just like around the track, just kind of just jogging. We went to go for like a run. Um, but around the track or something? No. Or actually, we ran um, through a little bit of the city and then down through this trail. Um, and we had a really good conversation, honestly. And then we came back, and they were all like, surprise. And I thought, oh, how sweet, you know? How sweet. You, he did right. He yeah. set that up for you. Yeah. And then um, 
it was that was it. We just connected. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, we connected. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not going to get in your business, but I kind of like criminal law too. <laughs> what did you guys talk about? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't even remember right. what right. it was. Just random. 18, 19 year old people talking. Right. What could we really talk about? Yeah. You know, um, we talk about your lives and stuff. And yeah, I'm sure. How'd you, you feel when I stomped game, on your taunt game? Sure. Huh? How'd you feel when I stomped on your taunt game? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, and then it that was it. We just and. Honestly, after talking to him, it was his voice, his accent that drew me to him. What kind of accent do you have? It's country, for country sure. Country old country? Mm-hmm. What do you say? Um, I remember he But does he still have that accent? Uh, I don't no. hear it, but hear other people hear it. Okay, but where, um, how, how, he, what do you say? Do you I remember say? he used to say this thing called, like, Goddamn a bear or something. Goddamn a bear? It's weird. Like, <laughs> yes, that. And so he had a gold tooth and a bald head. No, you did not. <laughs> totally different than Philadelphia guys. What were you doing with the gold too? From Florida, that's yeah. what we did. We had yeah. gold. I couldn't afford but the gold rolls. <laughs> but wasn't they sometimes put a diamond in it? I didn't. Okay, sometimes. I, I didn't. I, I did have one. Yeah. <laughs> it was interesting. I mean, he was different. Definitely. Okay. Right. You know, I was used to the guys from Philadelphia. Yeah, a little know, different, um, yeah. Very different. And, yeah. I mean, that was it. Oh, I, I mean, we would sit outside um, and talk, and then one night I, I think I invited him over to my dorm room, and that was it. Okay. Yeah. Okie dokie. And I was like, oh, we're dating. That's neat. Right. That we're dating. Neat. And to see, it makes me feel so happy. It's kind of yeah. like what I think, I wonder what my life would have been like. But I grew up in a, I grew up at a time when my mother and father separated. When they separated, it really, um, it was hard, because mm. I was really young. Right. I was like I mean, it was, everything was good until I was about five or six or seven years old, and then they started. So you meet Terrell. Yes. You guys finally get it on. You're tight. So how did it go from there? Um, it was. But wait, great, but schooling, schooling. You got you came out with a good degree. I did. So I finished. And school. you didn't finish because he had to leave. He did. Wait, 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 hold it. So you stayed in. Wait, 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 wait. Let's make this work. He went into the military. You were still in school. Yes. Okay, got it. I stayed back. I gotcha. stayed in school. He went home. And then about maybe six months later, he did come back to Pennsylvania because he said his better half was there, which <coughs> me. You guys were communicating now. Yes. We still communicated on the phone um, mm -hmm. often. So we talked every day almost. This um, is before it was, was this cheap then? It wasn't cheap. It, it was. Oh, it was by then. It by was then. pretty okay. cheap. Because um, during my days, man, it was like, yeah. it was $2 a, a minute. It was no, $2 a minute. I don't think it was in. that expensive. Yeah. Actually, well, they, they'd broken the mom bell thing. They'd broken yeah. that up, yeah. Well, did, well, you, did you have internet and stuff yet? I did, but I think back then we would buy minutes. So you'd get a card, card and right. load it up to your phone, right? right, right. Um, and then... You had cell phones then, too? Yes. Okay. Um, or pagers. We had pages. Pages so we would then, page okay. it. We would page 143. That means I love you. Um, or he would he would page me okay. and put twenty because that was his football jersey number. Okay, okay. So you knew um, it was him. I right? knew it was him. Right. Yeah. Um, and then I would take the bus Greyhound all the way from Philadelphia to Florida, like two days of traveling, um, just to go visit. You know, when he did go back and he stayed in Florida, that's when he was working. Um, I think he worked at like Crystal Burger and, you were and then Blockbuster. 
<laughs> I know what it's like, man. When you're in the service, man, you have some vivid dreams and it becomes intense. Well, that was before the service. That was before the service. We were dating. Yeah. Before you joined, you had yeah. to go to Florida two days. I would, I would visit him. So when he went back home um, from school, my breaks, I would go visit him. Uh, winter break, I would go visit, or summer break, I would go visit him. Uh, and then I would come back, you know, after the break because we were dating. So how else was I going to see him? He had the job. I didn't. So okay. I could leave. Um, right. uh, and we did that until he joined the service. Um, so how do you feel about that? He's joined the service. What do you think about that? Uh, I was okay with it. I, I think the biggest fear for me was just knowing that to me, service equated to going out to war. So it was... But what was Iraq? Iraq, had that already started? It was 1990. What year, what year are we talking about? 99. Oh, so you already finished. Oh, shoot. Yeah. yeah. So 99, it was, it was good. And then uh, the first thing we encountered was 9-11. Yes. And right. that's when we were in California. Right. Um, 2001, yeah. And he, if we back up a little bit, he said, okay, I'm joining the Navy, and you finish school, and then we'll connect. So I did. Um, and we had our first kid graduated, married, moved to Puerto Rico. And of course, I'm coming from home, so I have both my parents, um, and I was spoiled. And for him, Because you're the he, first. A first what? Child of your father. I am. No, I'm not. I'm the first. No, my brother. My brother is older than me. I'm sorry, right? Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, but you're the first girl. But I'm girl. the first girl that's, of that's my dad. That's all it takes. Yes. That's all it takes. And um, yeah. so it, I remember moving away to Puerto Rico as a wife and a mom. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I can do this because I grew up with both my parents. So I saw what it was like to be a wife and a mother. Um, in that realm of having both my parents together, whereas he didn't, and so you're right. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. So he <clears throat> was more independent, um, know how to pay bills and live on your own. You know, um, the only time I lived on my own was living in the dorms. Was that really living on my own? No. So I went into the marriage with how I expected it to be based on how I grew up. And of so he had a blank slate. Um, and I remember him telling me, this marriage is gonna be how we make it. You know, I hear it. I hear that, but, but that's I'm not listening. Right. 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 Um, and so I did have these images of what I expected my marriage to be like. Uh, so of course I was packing my bags like every week, I'm leaving. Me and my kid, we're leaving. We're so out of here. How did you feel about that? What'd you do? I should probably laugh. mic you up, man, so you can talk on the side. <laughs> huh? You yeah. laugh? You knew she was not going anywhere. Well. She, she was spoiled at this point. Oh, she was just spoiled. At this point, we had been together. Five years? Five years. Six years. And you're packing your bags to go home. Not physically packing okay. my bags. Mentally just, in my head, right. I'm packing my bags. That's I'm out of here, you know? You want I me to. This or I want this and I can't have it, so I'm. Yeah, I'm going home. I'm calling home, calling my parents. No, they not. would send me money on the side. But, but my parents, 
would always say, you're not going anywhere. Oh, yeah, you better stick that out. Yes. My mom yeah, was like, it's not an option. What is he doing? Right. What is he doing that makes you want to do this? And my dad, you know, he's on the side. He's like, nobody's going to make my baby feel. Right, right, of course, know? of course. And, and I'm like, right, home, dad, that's right. right. That's right. how you're supposed to be. I don't want to talk to mom. I don't want to talk to her because I don't, you know. She's not agreeing with she's me. She's not agreeing with me. So I'm like, I don't really want to hear what you have to say. Um, but it was what she needed to tell me. Uh, even though my dad was still like coddling me, it wasn't to where he would encourage me to leave. He just said. made me he feel good. He wasn't instigating. Yes, right. he made me feel good mentally. Um, but then he would, you know, slide me money here and there. Did you have any girlfriends that did that? Did what? That, that tried to tell you you should do this and that. No, because I do remember my mom telling me, "Be careful of what you share with your friends." And so my mom and I were really, really close. Um, so I would call her, even though mom would say, like, you're not going anywhere. What is he doing? You know, um, I still needed to hear that from her. But I also felt good to be able to vent and knowing that it wasn't going to go anywhere. What about your sister, best friend? She, yeah, she was always like, uh, don't have him and he better not. And, you know, that was my, that was the instigator. You know, she would fight him so for how me. How did you feel about her sister? <laughs> did you know about her? I, I didn't know all that part. But <laughs> of course, I'm not going to share I, that with him. What I, knew, what I knew was we were in Puerto Rico. There was a whole lot of water. <laughs> 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 now, have you been stateside? Get in the car, go home. That'd be different. Yeah, right. yeah, I, I definitely would have. I would have. I would have left so, a few times. But it was good. It was good for that to be the first place you guys went, so you can get all that out the way. Yeah, it definitely humbled me. Um, we, as I said before, we were broke, so I feel like we appreciated life a little better then. Um, we didn't have much. We had each other, and then we had this one-year-old who was clueless on the fact that mom and dad are broke, you know? And when I say broke, I'm saying like, I didn't have the money to still go out and get my nails done and get my hair done and things like that. So to me, that was broke. Um, I grew up poor, but I didn't even know I was poor um, because I had everything I needed and most of what I wanted. And you were Um, loved. And I was loved, you know? Um, And like, it it was hard, a hard transition for me to, be this responsible person that now I have this one-year-old looking up to me and I have to be responsible and I have a husband that's expecting wifely duties from me and I'm like what wait a minute I graduated college I'm not going to be a stay-at-home wife I'm not going to do that um it was a little bit of arrogance on my part but also wouldn't you say that the media didn't help you any no they're constantly trying to push this right you got to be equal and you should get this and you shouldn't take this and that and yeah. I feel so sad about that because, first of all, this woman rights stuff had nothing to do with people of color. It didn't. It was women in general. And they were talking about they wanted to get equal income for the easiest jobs right. of the men that are already running everything. Right. But only them. They're not talking about anybody else. But we took it on hook, line, and sinker. But you let's get this you straight, know, though. He, being my husband, he said, you don't have to work. Like, that's my job. And I understood that. But, again, the media and the fact that I have this degree, that I'm expecting myself to be out there and bringing something to the table, you know. Um, but you... I'm he sorry. told me, you just you take care of my baby and home and you're good. And I was like, oh, yeah, I could do that until I couldn't. And I'm like, I don't, I don't like this. 
I don't when, like. How old were you? When did that? I mean, not how 23, old 24. You decided, no, you couldn't do this. Well, mentally, I would right. say what that I do? don't want to do this. Nothing. I still stayed there and I was, he had had expectations for me. Like, I know, know, but do you, so you never worked. You haven't worked at all. I have. So I'll get there. Okay, we'll get so there. Okay, okay. at that time I didn't um, because we had moved away, lived in Puerto Rico. And now I'm a military spouse. Mm -hmm. And so there aren't many jobs for spouses. Um, especially in my field because I was criminal justice major. So of course. Had no. you ever worked before you got I married? Did. I did. For how long? Um, off and on, you know, little places. I lived no, I mean, close, so but I worked long? a... Uh, how long? A year? Maybe a year, depends. Okay, okay, okay. However t much time I could manage with going to school and working. So okay, it wasn't okay. that I needed to work, I wanted to. Um, but then when I went to college and started my intern, I was, was offered the job as a juvenile probation officer. But then I moved away because we got married. So now I have to leave this job um, feeling independent, got my own money, can do what I want. And now I'm married to this man who's like, you don't have to work. And I'm thinking, oh, great, I don't have to work. And then I'm like, wait a minute, you go to work every day. And I'm sitting at home twiddling my thumbs with this little one-year-old who's dousing herself in, <laughs> what was it, Vicks? <laughs> and it was hard. It was hard at first because... I felt like I didn't have anything to offer. So it was like, wait a minute, you know? Um, I'm in debt and I'm sitting at home, like I'm not doing this. So? And so that continued for about another year and then we moved to California. And then I, be, I thought, well, now I have a two-year-old. She's two. Do I really wanna pay daycare to work? Um, he's deployed. And then I thought, well, you know what? You can't beat them, join them. So I did home daycare. And I got certified to do home daycare. So now I have kids that's entertaining Jasmine at the time, and I'm making money. And I, I've always had the, the desire to be with kids. Um, and then I did that for about two years, and then I got hired as a teacher, eighth grade teacher in Lemoore. And I remember taking Jasmine to this interview, knowing that we'd already had orders to go to Japan. And here this three-year-old is in here, and they're interviewing me. Fortunately, they said I could have her in there. You know, people, most people are pretty easy going when it comes to military spouses, like. In the military? Yes. You're teaching in a military school? I am. Eighth grade, okay. And so, because I have my kid here, I don't have daycare. And so they're like, no problem, you can bring her to the interview. Great, I'll bring her. And I didn't prep her beforehand because I didn't expect her to start talking in this interview. And we have orders to go to Japan. And I know I'm only going to be oh. at this job for maybe, maybe eight, nine but years. how old is she now? Now she's 23. No, but no, at no, the I mean, time, not, she, I mean, was she, she was three. She was three. Old enough yes. to know and to speak. Yes. So she remembered what was going on. Very Go on. And so the lady says in the interview, I remember very clear, well, how long do you plan on being here in um, California? And I said, oh, probably about another three years. And Jazz is like, we're going to Japan. <laughs> and I'm like, be quiet. I want this job. And then she's like, oh, you're moving to Japan? I said, no, no time soon. No time soon. You know, and I got the job as an eighth grade reading specialist. Wow. And I worked there and I get out, you know, and I'm thinking to myself, this taught me to prep the kids before. Like, if you you're ever learning. have, yeah. You're learning, you learn them. how to parent, yes. Right. You do, learn no, how to parent. The most important thing we'll ever do in our whole life, and there's really no education on it. Right. We do basically what our parents did to us, minus the stuff we didn't like. Yes. 
That's why it's not, I've, I'm really big on parenting. Same. Yet we have to get licensed to do almost anything else. But, but we're going to ruin parents. somebody's life because we don't know how to raise them. And they have books on it. Well, I mean, people are reading them. We did you read know. the book for Jasmine, you know. for sure. But, but I mean, but there's so <laughs> many, everyone's different because it's not just Jasmine. It's your relationship with her. Mm -hmm. It's your and, and Terrell's relationship together with her. It's his and her. This combination is so vast, but there are things that are common to every human being. Right. That we need to know that no one teaches us about. That is true. Right? So example, any child, if they're within the normal range, there's certain things you can do, because I've taught thousands of kids, and I still do. Mm -hmm. Not thousands, but I teach a smaller amount now, but I like doing it because it's, it's pure. The yeah, kids, the kids have no facades. They respond to you the way they responded to. Yes. That's what I like about it. And it keeps me humble and keeps me centered as to my true value. They don't give a doo-doo. I could come in a all gold suit. They could care less. Yeah. What am I teaching them? Right. How do they respond to me? My biggest joy is when the kids see me and say, Mr. Lee, because that's real. Yeah. Yeah. They yes. And they want, because they know I give them attention in the class. I give them, I say, well, how are you doing? This, I talk to them. Yeah. Not at them. I talk to them. Yes. There's a big difference. But no one teaches us. Right. But anyway, go on. So, so you're teaching this eighth grade class. Um, Your daughter couldn't come in the class with you. No. At no. that point, we put her in preschool. Okay. So she's going to preschool on base, and I'm going to work, and I feel like somebody. Um, you have and value. I have value. But you've already had two kids come through you. Right. You're, 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 you're helping to keep mankind going, right. but you needed this. Well, at that time, we had only had that one. So oh, Jasmine one, was Jasmine, that. Okay. She was right, the okay. only one we had. Um, but I do. I feel of value. I now I feel like I have something to contribute. You know, um, I can bring something to the table and a little bit of independence. What's Terrell telling you? Um, he's communicating he's supporting, with you. Right? Yes, he's supporting me. Um, How'd you feel? We were in... Uh, California by ourselves basically because he had he no was, family around nothing. Well, no, he was deployed. Also, no right, family, okay, right, but right. he was deployed. That was that ten month deployment. I remember getting to California, and within uh, a month and a half, mm -hmm. he's deployed. I don't know anything about California. Um, I have this two year old, and I'm by myself in Cali, um, and I'm having to figure life out by myself. So we're off base, living in this apartment. And at the time, we had like all these Amber Alerts. So of course, I'm freaking out and I'm telling him, hey, there's these Amber Alerts. Now he's paranoid because he's not with me. And here comes my dad. He comes and he stays there with me. He flies to Cali, stays with me about two months until I get base housing. Of course, there's daddy to save me, right? How would you feel about that? You're cool? Yeah. You're good. Yeah. So it's good. At least there's a man there. That makes sense. Right. And you know one that loves her unconditionally. Yeah. Absolutely. That's cool. Like she said, a month we got there, not even fully checked in, and I'm gone. And you I'm, didn't know that was going to happen, did you? I did not. Yeah, okay. And I'm by myself with a two-year-old, and I'm telling him, hey, we have these Amber Alerts, and they're stealing kids, and so I remember they're him. They're doing what? Stealing kids. People white, are taking. White kids? No. This is long. An Amber Alert is just. <laughs> It's no, it's no color. A kid is a kid, right? No matter no, no, what no, color you are. Because I saw Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy did this one thing. He's tried to sell it to this little kid. They oh. say, say, how much for him? The first one hung up. Oh, <laughs> right. The babies. No. And so I remember, and I knew this was serious when okay. he said, um, 
Okay, so his brain, he's military, he's thinking protect his family. So he's like, listen, park the car, back it in, spot right outside the window, keep a bag in the trunk, keep your purse in the room. And I'm like, wait a minute, where, where am I? So then I, of course, I tell my dad. And so then my dad comes and he stays with me for two months. And we go and get this um, four by four or whatever, a piece of wood, and we put it in the sliding door so that you couldn't, because we were on the first floor. So you couldn't get the door open. Um, when and, you were in, once you got in. Yes. So we, once we got in, we would secure the place until my dad came. And then I felt a little more safe because now I have a man in the house. It's right, my dad. Right, of course, and he, of course. he cooks. Right. So my dad's cooking. He's taking care now of you're me. you're getting spoiled again. I'm getting spoiled, spoiled again, again, right? And so then we finally move on base. They offer me base housing. And so I move on base. I set up the house by myself. I get my car shipped from Philadelphia to California. Um, I'm doing home daycare and then I get this job, but then he's gone. And Jazz used to say, is when is daddy coming to visit? And I'd say, babe, he lives here, you know, daddy lives with us because he's gone. Right, of course. And so and I, would, I remember taking her to our bedroom and opening up the closet and I said, see, daddy's clothes are here. Like he lives with us. But as a three-year-old, she's thinking, yeah. is he coming to visit? Right. Um, so that went on for about another year and then he finally comes home. And I'm happy again, because I have my husband home and then we get orders to Japan. I'm excited because I'm like, okay, this is, I'm this Philly girl and from the city. Wait, you've been here more than one, you've been here before? We've been here since 2004. <laughs> what? Yes, since 2004. You've only had two duty stations, three. Three. Yes. We've been here since Someone's looking over you guys. Definitely, for well, sure. Yeah. Um, so when we got here, we had one kid. She was four. And I, before I left California, I applied for a job with Dodea, which is Department of Defense, schools on base. And I was excited about getting a job, and I thought, oh, I'm going to go to, you know, Japan, and I'll work, and I hear the money's great, teachers travel, and they get to explore the world, right? And here I am, this city girl, and I'm gonna live in Japan. I'm excited, so I'm excited about coming to Japan. Um, but I get here and I like it. So I'm like, oh, I don't wanna work yet. Jasmine is not in school. I can travel, I can do my thing. Now, I wanna take you up on your offer. I wanna stay at home. I can be you a like it? Yes, I can be a stay at home mom. What made you like it, what'd you like? Um, just, it was different, it was just, the experience of it was just completely different. Wait, wait, no, wait, wait, being wait. able to get out and just travel and be just being in Japan, living overseas, was exciting for me. I didn't know much about it, but just knowing but that. What was the feeling? When did you when did you feel this way? That didn't just you didn't get off the plane to say, "Okay, I love this place." I did when actually. Did, I did because I was excited about coming here. But the, wait, this is two thousand four. Yes. Oh, okay. So the internet's strong and everything else. So you did your research. You looked and you knew. I don't think I did my research. I just knew in my mind, I thought I am from Philadelphia. Who would have thought that this girl from Philadelphia would make it to Japan? You didn't look to see how black people are treated here? No. You heard none of that? No. You knew none of that? I didn't this? care. All I knew was that I'm about to live abroad. That's it. I knew nothing. I came here with a blank slate. Nothing. And I get here and there are these amazing stores with like it's neat, it's clean, you know. Um, the food is good, it's safe. Um, and then I, 
again, I get here and I had put in an application to work as a teacher and I thought, once I got here, oh, I don't want to work. I remember he said I could be a stay-at-home wife. I think I like that idea. I'm going to stay home. Um, that's what you did. And that's what I did. And so <laughs> she, Jazz and I, we would get on the train and we would go to different places and explore different different venues. And I had friends that they traveled. And so I was like, oh, I want to be like them. I'm going to travel, you know. I'm going to fill my traveling bucket. I'm going to get some stamps on my passport. So where'd you go? Um, this was before I started to travel. Okay. And then about five months of being here, I get a call from Dodea. Hey, we have a job offer for you. I'm like, dang. And I remember he's like, you know, you want to get in as a teacher. So I'm saying, oh, stay at home wife, work for Dodea, travel, make money, or stay at home, do less traveling. Oh shit, I'll take the job. Okay. And so I began working for Dodea in 2004, and I've been working for Dodea since. Are oh, you still doing it now? Yes. As I am what? A what do you do? Third grade. Third grade. But it always was in the third grade. You've been. Yes, I did kinder. <laughs> I did first grade. Never ever again. First grade about took me down, but I did it three years because I'm not a quitter. So I thought first grade, first year, I'll do it. I've never done it, so let's see what it's like. And then the second year, I said, oh, I think I, I can handle this. You know, my first year was hard. I've learned. I can do it again. Third year, I said, yeah, hell no. One more I, came in. They came I, somebody else. I got to get out of here. Okay. So then I did second grade, and then I did third grade. And I like third grade. So, And then I went back. I remember. Um, and you're, the, you're just the classroom teacher. I am. And you have one assistant. I have none. Well, I it do, depends. depending on the kids, the type of kids that I have okay, right. and their learning environment. But um, I wanted to go back to school. And so, again, the husband that I have, he always, you know, you have to have a plan. And I thought, shit. Okay, I want to I, I go to school, but in order to go to school, I'm going to have to quit my job. Because he's like, what's your plan? So I thought, you know, for about a month, I kind of went back and forth with the idea. I said, no, nah, it's okay, I'll just, then I thought, you know what I do, I wanna get my master's. So then I went to my husband and I said, hey, listen, here's the plan. Um, I've already done my research, cause that's him, do your research. Don't come without a plan. So I did my research and I said, I can go to this school, military will help me pay for it, I don't have to take out loans. And so he's like, great, what are you gonna do? He's like, "You are you gonna continue to work? And I thought, well, I could, and it take me four years, or I could quit, and it take me 16 months. So I went with the quitting, because I have a man with a job. <laughs> and I went to school full time. And I earned my master's in um, elementary education. Um, and then I went back after, and I got my master's in special education. And then I said, hmm, why not get the most of my bang and get the most money that they can offer in education so then I went back to school and got my doctorate in educational leadership. So I am officially well, Dr. Go Bennett. Ahead. Go ahead, Dr. Bennett. I know, Bennett. city girl go from ahead, Philadelphia, Dr. right? Who would ever thunk it? Who would ever thunk it? Exactly. So, Look at you. Yeah. That is nice. And when did you, you get your doctorate? In 2022. Oh, so okay, it's recent. So just last yes, year. Yeah. Just last year. So. Look at you. I bet what did yes. you guys do? What did you, you party with? I know you party like you couldn't. 
like it was 1999. Um, <laughs> kind of COVID. Oh, COVID. Yes, right, right. To go and get your doctorate, and I thought, damn, eight years is a lot. And I finished it in three, because there's not a plan B for me. There you go. There's no plan B. There so when I get started, I continue. Do it. And I knew, taking me back to that moment of I wanted to be not like my family, and I'm the only of my siblings with not one but three degrees. Yeah. And you're using it. You're getting the best bang. I'm getting out of the your best buck. bang for my buck. There you go. For sure. That is nice. Definitely. So one day I'll be like, like you. No, you don't we say that. Why are you saying like that? Why are you, you. saying that? We're going to get you there. Own some shit, right? <laughs> we do own a house. There, there you go. Yeah. We built in a the house. States? Yes. In the States. Okay. We built a house last year. No, Georgia. In Georgia? Mm -hmm. When did you go to Georgia? Who Do you have family in Georgia? We do now, um, but we didn't. I knew that I never wanted to go back to Philadelphia. Okay. Um, and... It just, that was the way it played out. And so. Family's living in your home? It's empty right now. Oh, it's empty, okay. It's empty, but my parents will move in in June. Okay. So we go home every summer. Okay. Me, I do, and the kids, which is why he said on his that we travel more than him socially right. for pleasure. Right. Um, and that's only because he's always deployed, mm -hmm. so. Well, he's got a little bit of a little bit of time left. Yeah. A little bit of time. You have here. You have two. A year left here. Mm, three. Three more years here. Three more. Oh well, you're gonna be good. Yeah. You have to worry. You're good. Yeah. You're good. So we're making it. This is a beautiful story. I like that. Thank you. Buffy. Yes. You already heard the story. You already heard what I'm gonna ask the end before I end the podcast. <laughs> I always like to ask this question. Now here's Buffy with three degrees. Mm-hmm. I mean, doctor. Yes. Dr. Bennett. Yes. If you could go back in time and meet the younger Buffy, what time would you go back to and what advice would you give her? Hmm. There's that hmm again. Um, I would say at 16. And at 16 is when I kind of realized that I wanted to be someone, not sure who it was. Um, but growing up in the hood, in the city, I knew I didn't want to be that. So again, like my husband said, I didn't have anyone to guide me financially. Uh, so the younger me, again, would be to make the most money that I could make, but doing it in a way to where I have a foundation and credit-wise just knowing how to handle my credit. Um, paying myself first. I didn't learn to do that until about 35. Uh, I work for my money, so pay me first, you know? And I think if I had done that at, I would even say at 20, I would have more money than I have now. Mm -hmm. Pay me, because I work for it, yeah. Well, that's beautiful. Yeah. Buffy, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. I want to thank all of you for watching this podcast. Make sure you press like and subscribe. And never forget, it's all unknown, so continue to reach for the stars because you're too blessed to be stressed.